This is 101.1 FM WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX, LP Providence. It's about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening, and you are tuned to the Beat Surrender. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Beat Surrender. This is uh, Season 6, Episode 6, for those of you keeping score at home. And my name is Dan, and I will be your host for the next hour. And uh, call me crazy, but I've taken on this Herculean task of trying to bring you the best in classic punk, post-punk, porta-punk, cow-punk, power-pop, garage rock, alt-country, ska, new wave, and even a taste of some of the new stuff that speaks to the old stuff. So mix yourself a uh, drinky-poo and uh, allow me to kick out some jams. Yeah, on tonight's show, we have new music from Robert Forster. We have the latest edition of This Week in Punk Rock History. And like I said, we have a bounty of classic jams that need some kicking and some ripping, just like this one.
I just want to get along. 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 FM, you are listening to The Beat Surrender, 
And that was Lone Justice rounding out a set of songs from some of our favorite woman-led bands on this fourth Friday of Women's History Month. Yeah, we heard Sweet Sweet Baby from Maria McKee and Lone Justice from their self-titled debut album from 1985. Ah, what a voice. Now that song was written by McKee and uh, Ben Montench from uh, Tom Petty's Heartbreakers and Mr. Stevie Van Zant, who needs no introduction. All right. Hey, the Breeders before that, uh, led by Kim Deal of Pixies fame and her sister uh, Kelly Deal uh, from their breakthrough album Last Splash from 1993, which spawned the hit singles Cannonball and Divine Hammer. We heard a cool little uh, deeper cut called I Just Want to Get Along. All right. We listened to X before that from their 1987 album See How We Are. We heard Surprise, Surprise with Miss Exine Cervenka on lead vocals. Now that was X's first album without Billy Zoom on guitar. Yeah. But he would later rejoin the band in the late 90s and the uh, original foursome are still together and uh, kicking ass to this day. All right. And we kicked off the uh, set with Debbie, Harry, and Blondie. And we went back to their self-titled debut album from 1976, and we heard Rip Her to Shreds, a song that was featured in the 2011 film Bridesmaids. Yeah. The original uh, studio version that we heard plays during the opening of the film, and a live version plays uh, during the end credits. All right, great movie, great song. All right, nice set of some uh, women-led bands and a nod to a a woman-led movie. Hey, we're covering all bases. And uh, we'll hear some others uh, later in the show. But now let us turn to some new music. Robert Forster has uh, a new album out called The Candle and the Flame. It was released in February on Tapete Records. Now, as some of you may know, uh, Forster was one of the co-founders of Australian uh, New Wavers, for lack of a better term. How about uh, Indie Poppers? Man, that kind of falls short, too. Anyway, he was uh, co-founder of the Go-Betweens. Yeah. Now, The Candle and the Flame is uh, Forster's eighth solo album, and it ranks up there with uh, one of his best. Uh, The album was recorded over the pandemic with his uh, family and a few friends, um, you know, including his son, Louis, of the recently defunct band The Goon Sacks, his daughter Loretta, and his uh, wife Karen Baumler, who was undergoing treatment for ovarian cancer at the time. Thankfully, uh, she has pulled through. Um, Now, there are wonderful songs throughout the album, but we're going to hear the uh, very first song, Side One, Track One. It's called She's a Fighter, and it was written uh, for his wife, Karen, and its lyrics are comprised of the following six words. She's a fighter, fighting for good. All right. Hey, ladies and germs, stomp your hands, clap your feet for some new music from Robert. Forster. She's a fighter. She's a fighter. Fighter 
101.1 FM, Brown Student and Community Radio. This is The Beat Surrender, and we started that set with new music from Robert Forster. From his latest record, The Candle and the Flame, released in February on Tapete Records, uh, we heard the song She's a Fighter. Now, Forster founded the Go-Betweens back in 1977 with friend Grant McLennan in Brisbane, Australia. And so we thought we'd follow up with a Go-Betweens tune and then uh, keep things down under. Yeah, from the Go-Betweens, uh, we went to their fifth studio album, Tallulah, from 1987, which I believe uh, was my introduction to their jittery brand of Aussie pop. And we heard a young Robert Forster taking the lead vocals on I Just Get Caught Out. Now, included in this iteration of the band was a recent addition, Amanda Brown, whose voice you heard on the backing vocals. And um, she played violin and uh, oboe on uh, various songs on the album. And uh, Lindy Morrison is on drums. Now, she uh, had been with the band since the uh, very early days. Uh, and in fact, you know, it has been said that the go-betweens were like a, an indie uh, version of uh, Fleetwood Mac, at least when it came to their uh, group dynamics, um, as there were two sets of couples in this band, too. And, uh, you know, always in various uh, stages of uh, uh, breakup and makeup, uh, if you will. All right. Hey, keeping things in Brisbane, we heard from first wave punk rockers, the Saints, from their classic first album, I'm Stranded, from 1977. We heard the title track, which was uh, also released as a single the year before, uh, 1976. And yeah, that first uh, Saints album is right up there with the first albums from the Ramones, the Clash, and the Pistols, uh, a punk rock landmark. Uh, for sure. All right, from Brisbane, we traveled to Sydney and heard from the church. Um, uh, from their uh, 1988 album, Starfish, uh, which included the hit Under the Milky Way that uh, we all know, we heard the song Reptile. Yeah, some uh, brilliant uh, guitar work on that one. All right, here we go. You know what time it is. It is time for this week in punk rock history. And this week, we are going back to March 25th, 1977. Elvis Costello makes his debut on Stiff Records with a slow, slinky, sinister single called Less Than Zero. The sessions were produced by Mr. Nick Lowe and are recorded in, quote, reasonable stereo. Now, etched in the matrix uh, on the run-out groove of the record, you'll find the phrase Elvis is King on one side, and on the other, Elvis is king on this side, too. All right. Hey, the song is being described as controversial, audacious, and highly effective. It expresses Costello's uh, anger after seeing former British Union of Fascist leader Oswald Mosley interviewed on television attempting to deny his racist past. The NME's Charles Shar Murray comments that it's a, quote, great record. Doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. What a shame. Suspect even 
sister are doing it again They got the finest home movies that you have ever seen They got a thousand variations Every service with a smile They're gonna take a little break And they'll be back after a while Well, I hear the South America is coming in a style Turn up the TV, go on What's done with suspect Said it had an understanding with the law. He said it heard about a couple living in the USA. He said they traded in their baby for a Chevrolet. Let's talk about the future now. We put that past away. Zero is my hero. How can Zero be a hero? Well, there are all kinds of heroes, you know. A man can get to be a hero for a famous battle he fought, or by studying very hard and becoming a weightless astronaut. Wow. <laughs> and then there are heroes of other sorts, like the heroes you know from watching sports. Oh. But a hero doesn't have to be a grown-up person, you know. 
A hero can be a very big dog who comes to your rescue, or a very little child who's smart enough to know what to do. But let me tell you about my favorite hero. My hero, zero, such a funny little hero, but till you came along, we counted on our fingers and toes, now you're here to stay, and nobody really knows how wonderful you are, why we can never reach the star, without you. represents nothing alone. But place a zero after one And you got yourself a ten See how important that is When you run out of digits Start all over again See how convenient that is That's why we only ten digits Including zero You could count as high as you could ever go Forever Towards infinity No one ever gets there but you
FM, you are tuned to the Beat Surrender. And we began that set with Elvis Costello and his very first single on Stiff Records from 1977 called Less Than Zero. Now that song would also appear on his debut album My Aim Is True from the same year. And the song was also involved in Elvis's infamous Saturday Night Live uh, performance in December of 1977. Yeah, Elvis was to perform two songs, Watching the Detectives first and then uh, Less Than Zero, which the record company insisted upon. Elvis objected, uh, mainly because the subject matter of the song was too unfamiliar for uh, American audiences. Well, the band began playing the song, but stopped after a few bars, with Elvis saying, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to do this song here. And then they launched into Radio Radio, a song that he promised not to play. And as a result, he was banned from the show until 1989. Yeah, a little touchy over there. <laughs> uh, now, last I checked, there were clips on YouTube of the uh, performance. So I encourage you to go uh, have a gander and witness some rock and roll history. All right. Hey, from less than zero, we, uh, we played some more zeros. The Plimsolls gave us zero hour from their self-titled debut from 1981. The Lemonheads gave us a fab take on the classic schoolhouse rock song, My Hero Zero. Yeah, that was included on a fun tribute uh, for schoolhouse rock creator Thomas G. Yohei. Um, yeah, the tribute was called uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Rocks. Yeah. Um, other bands on that compilation, uh, Buffalo Tom, Pavement, Ween, and other 90s stalwarts. All right. The late, great Tommy Keene gave us Back to Zero Now. His uh, very first single from 1982, which uh, uh, he would later include on his Places That Are Gone EP from uh, 1984, uh, which included a great Alex Chilton cover called Hey Little Child. Yeah, But more on Alex uh, later. Uh, but now, let us uh, celebrate a couple of March birthdays. But, um, you know, let's uh, chill a little, take a breath, and uh, lose ourselves. Gone to play you for a 
everybody knows The things she does to please She's just a little tease
101.1 FM. This is The Beat Surrender, and that was Alex Chilton with Dalai Lama from his 1987 LP called High Priest. Yeah, an album I recently acquired after about 35 years of almost buying it on several different occasions. Yeah, and I'm sending that song out to our man Dave uh, from Texas, frequent listener and honorary member of the Beat Surrender family. Uh, Dave is the proprietor of DMZ Records, and uh, he made me a deal I couldn't refuse for this wonderful record, yeah. So those of you who are on the Instagram machine, uh, check out Dave at DMZ.Records. He's always got a cool selection of stuff, and uh, he'll be happy to help you. All right. Hey, let us all take a moment and uh, recognize that it's been 13 years since Alex Chilton uh, suddenly passed away. Yeah, he died on March 17th, 2010 from a heart attack and uh, he was only um, 59 years old. Yeah. All right. Hey, we heard from the uh, Velvet Underground before that. Now how about that? Back-to-back influential bands who didn't sell many records in their heyday. Yeah, VU and uh, Alex Chilton and Big Star. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, celebrate a couple of VU birthdays. Both Lou Reed and John Cale were born in the month of March. Yeah. And we heard Femme Fatale from their uh, first album from 1967 called The Velvet Underground and Nico. Yeah, the one with the uh, banana on it. And um, our, our favorite German chanteuse, Nico, uh, took the lead vocals on that one. Yeah, great stuff. All right. Hey, we have reached that time once again when we must wave goodbye. But um, before we do, let's uh, hear one more song from a woman-led band. Yeah, the biggest badass of them all, male or female. I'm talking about Chrissy Hind and The Pretenders. All right. Hey, we're going to go back to The Pretenders' first album from 1980 because it's their best album, and there is no argument otherwise. So uh, let's listen to Mystery Achievement. I think that'll be a nice way to end the show. So, hey, until next time, um, pay a visit over at our Instagram and Facebook pages. And uh, check out our podcasts um, of our past shows on your favorite uh, podcast provider. And while you're there, give us a rating uh, and subscribe. And um, if you're feeling really frisky, uh, write us a nice review. That would be very much appreciated. All right, friends. Hey, till next time, this has been The Beat Surrender on 101.1 FM, WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVX. L.P. Providence.
Hacer rock 